Okay, let's talk some draft kings and sports betting as the shares are up 200% over the last 10 months since going public. Jason Robbins is joining us, the CEO and co-founder at DraftKings. Jason, there we go. We got you. Thanks for being here on the show this morning. Thanks for having me. Let's talk about the earnings and the fundamentals right now, Jason. Your stock has been on an incredible run. Even as we've seen the markets go through some volatility, it's been stable and it's been climbing. And it seems like investors like what they see again. Your shares are up almost 3% after the report and you raise the guidance going forward. So let's start there. Where's the confidence come from to be able to look in this environment where so much is uncertain for many companies and be able to up your expectations? Well, it's really been due to you know two things. One is we've seen fantastic business performance across the board, across all our products, across all the states and other jurisdictions we're operational in. Second is we believe that continued momentum around states being uh, able to legalize and uh, you know roll out online sports betting and iGaming will continue. Now we did not factor any of that into our guidance, but. Um, certainly that's one of the things that we think is a key factor in the long-term outlook for the business. So that expectation here going forward, I mean, is that going to be volatile if there are changes in policy that don't go your way? Do you have, uh, you got to have a great degree of certainty, I would think, right? I mean, still the vast majority of states here, you can't use DraftKings. Well, that's the thing. First, we have not put any new states in our guidance. So as far as this year's guidance goes, we're not counting on any new states in okay. order to, to, to hit those numbers. Now, as far as the long-term outlook, you, you just nailed it. There are so many states, still the vast majority of the population, 75% do not have online sports betting available yet from DraftKings. 73% don't have any form of online sports betting available. iGaming is only in four states right now. Um, so, you know, certainly hard to predict what that uh, path will look like. It's, you know, never linear, but I think that there will be additional states and it's a question of how many and, and when, um, not, not will there be additional states. Um, but, you know, again, since it's something we can't predict, we are not factoring that into our guidance. What about in terms of costs and in terms of uh, lobbying or legal costs, is that a big part of it? Can you walk me through what you expect to be spending to try and get your business accepted around the nation? Well, we certainly do do uh, a fair bit of that, but um, we also have a great coalition that we lobby alongside, including FanDuel. Um, we partner with MGM in various states. Uh, you know, we also share a lobbying team with several of the sports leagues. So. Um, I think there are a lot of great, you know, uh, folks out there that are that are contributing to that effort, and um, you know, I think there's a lot of momentum behind it, both because of the the lobbying efforts, but also just because there's such widespread support among stakeholders, from sports leagues and teams to casinos to um, online first operators like DraftKings. So. Um, I think that, you know, if you look at that, also the customer, uh, customers want it. They, you know, uh, emails and calls to legislators make a big difference too, and there's been a lot of that. So, Jason, uh, it seems like the big message is that even if you don't get additional legalization, you're still able to understand from the existing clients, businesses, and partnerships that your revenue is gonna increase at a faster pace than you thought. And that's a big deal. 
I know you've also talked about analysts. You talked in the call about the fact that going forward, if we're going back to normal, folks may not have as much time to sit on their phones and watch the game and bet. So how do you keep them in the system now that they're there? If arenas start opening up, do you need to talk with sports and uh, the larger businesses about being able to have that engagement at the game? How do you keep the growth going forward in a period where people really didn't have a lot of option for things to do? Well, that's a great point you make. I mean, the good news is everybody has their mobile phone with them everywhere they go. So whether they're at home or in an arena or stadium, they can access our app. That said, we do think that there's been a benefit to DraftKings. really hard to quantify how much, um, but there has probably been a benefit from both people staying at home, also from having uh, people dialing back spending on other sorts of leisure and entertainment activities like traveling, going to concerts, things like that. Um, so that it's probably allowed us to capture a larger portion of the customer entertainment wallet, not just the wallet within our, our category. Um, hard to say what the effects that'll be, but we've been appropriately conservative. One thing we've always said is, you know, don't assume things with that, that are not in your control go right. Uh, assume that they don't or assume, you know, something very reasonably conservative. And if things break our way in a positive way, as you saw in Q4, then great. Um, but if they don't, we also don't want to set ourselves up where we're, we're going to be missing our guidance. So that's a very important way that we've approached this. And um, I think we've been appropriately cautious in what we've assumed the back half of the year will look like because of it. The uh, monthly unique payers uh, climbing and the amount of money that you're making from them, of course, also going up the average revenue for those was $65 in the fourth quarter, 55% increase from a year earlier. All the things that investors want to see I'm curious if you know how sports betting correlates with trading and market dynamics. They're the bears that come on my show, Jason, say that volatility we're seeing is you know, just the beginning of a reversal and trend that is not just over the past year, but a long time coming. Do you know how that cohort of your users corresponds or correlates with the market? I mean, if we do see downdrafts or sustained bear market will that feed on sentiment and come back to sports betting and the folks ability to spend there well you know it's another thing that i am pretty sure is happening but very hard to quantify exactly what the impact is um certainly we all know the savings rate is up as people have cut back on consumer spending um, i'm sure given especially a very low interest rate environment that we've been in that a lot of that has gone into the stock market so um, you know, hard to say exactly what the impact of, of that has been and, um, you know, will there be any changes? Probably, but what will those be and to what extent in the future um, is anyone's guess. As far as its effect on us, we are still at such a nascent stage of, of the growth in our industry um, with new states opening up. Our longest tenured state for sports betting is New Jersey, which has been only two and a half years. Um, so you know, really very early stages. And I expect to see hyper growth in our industry for at least the next several years. And I'd be very surprised if that doesn't happen regardless of what the external environment is. Okay. Jason, thanks for the thoughts here and uh, congrats on the success and looking forward to tracking the story as I'm sure uh, this year is gonna be pretty interesting and looking forward to having that conversation with you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Jason Robbins is the CEO and co-founder at DraftKings.